Welcome to Wind Down Wednesday. I hope that you have had a wonderful day thus far. And I want to thank you for joining me on this awesome Wednesday evening for another episode of Wind Down Wednesday with TT from the D. Our podcast show features a wide range of guests that include community leaders, entertainers, authors, business professionals, and entrepreneurs. Our target audience is vast with something for everyone. And we enjoy providing a platform to inspire, encourage, and empower people while adding laughter, education, and a little bit of excitement to your evening. With that being said, tonight's hot topic, how to think for yourself. I am super, super pumped because a lot of times in life, we tend to allow other people's thoughts to become our thoughts. And I do think I touch and agree with this where we sometimes get lost in not knowing if the thoughts we're actually having are our own thoughts. So let me ask you that question. Do you think for yourself? Now that's rhetorical because you can't chime in. This isn't a a tap in Tuesday episode of live stream. So I would have to ask you that. Ponder on it, sit there, marinate with it. But do you think for yourself? In these times of fast media and ever-growing internet action, we are under so many external and internal influences. We want to keep up with the Joneses. We've been hearing that saying since the 70s. And if you know like I know, it can be difficult when we think we're thinking for ourselves when we're really not. I know I'm not the only one that has heard this phrase but the power of suggestion have you ever been around someone and they were talking about something and then before you knew it you started to think on that thing and you took ownership of it so much so you didn't even realize that now that thing that they were sharing that they were discussing is actually something for you and unless you have a discerning spirit more than likely, you won't even recognize, you won't recognize the swap in thought process, right? We get influenced by good influencers. We get influenced by bad influencers. No matter how you slice it and dice it, it tends to help form our views on life, our personal choices, our goals, our ambitions, our dreams, our letdowns, our our visions you could be thinking one way today and you could be on a whole roller coaster ride right and then you could watch something or you could hear something someone could say something to you in person face to face so you could hear it on tv social media in a movie in passing and then all of a sudden your views tend to change almost like it's memorying or i should say mimicking not memorying but mimicking something you've heard And a lot of times we don't recognize that. Some might even say we become puppets. Right? You're owning and cloning someone else's thoughts. And we have to admit that to ourselves. Sometimes. Because we're not all born with what they say, a silver spoon in your mouth. You know, everybody didn't come from a well-to-do family. Everybody 
didn't come from a family where they didn't have to worry about when their next meal was coming or what their next meal would be or if their rent would be paid, if they would have a roof over their head, if they would have electricity, if they would have running water, if they would have food in the refrigerator. Some people did and some people didn't. And some people have choices bigger than others and some don't. We learn to be resilient by the things we encounter, we see, we learn. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it helps to form and shape and mold the person you're going to be, that woman, that man, that boy, that girl. And while our minds are amazing instruments and tools, we have to be careful what we fill it with because it helps to shape and form the way we think. Now, I know you might say, that's a lot to digest. I know. We don't want to compromise our thought processes. But we do need to take a pause sometimes because we're so busy in life. We don't pause. We don't pause to really think about what we're thinking about. And I know you might say, that's a mouthful. It is. Because we think every day. If you wake up in the morning and you're in your right mind, right? You're thinking something. Whether it's, what am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? Or you're thinking of something that happened yesterday or prior to today. So now your mind is going all over the place and it's making choices. It's making decisions. I know I ain't the only one to go through that. Right? Even when you get in your car, you're thinking, what do I want to listen to? Do we connect that with the mood we're in? If we're sad, do we tend to want to listen to love songs? If we're mad, do we tend to want to listen to some music that have harsh lyrics? Lyrics that'll say certain things. You know, like, uh, for instance, you get ready to go brawl or have a, a discussion and it might turn intense. You might say, put on some, you know, um, what is it? Nuck if you butt, Right. Or bia bia, why you acting like a, like a, right, right? So you get what I'm saying. If you are excited, you might put on a little bit of Jill Scott, right? It just, Beyonce, right? It just depends your mindset, right? Real talk. And it tends to throw us off a lot. Now, according to some studies, I think it was groupthink. Yes, it was groupthink. A term coined by Irving Janis, and that's J-A-N-I-S, okay, in 1972, who is a psychologist. He's a, a psychologist. Some would call him a psychological phenomenon. Well, they said that it takes, there, there was where we don't think for ourselves. It's a trap where we don't think for ourselves. That's what they said. They said that people try to avoid conflicts and reach agreements without critically thinking or using options or alternative ideas. And the problem with groupthink is that it hinders finding the best solutions. It impedes creative ideas and independent thinking where we want to go with the masses. And isn't that what we do in today's time? Now, that was back in 1972, according to groupthink. And it was coined by Irving Janis in 1972. Remember that. 
Now, here's some tips. Here's a couple things, little things we could look at. Developing a strong sense of self. Know who you are. Own who you are. To some, you may be the best thing ever. To others, you may be like, ugh. They think they repulse thinking of you. I'm just saying. Not that. That, that might not be you. But you got to know who you are. When you look in that mirror, what boy, what girl, what woman, what man do you see looking back at you? Not the character that people know you to be, but when you're alone. Because I tend to think that's when we really are ourselves, when we're by ourselves. You ever had a self-talk and you got yourself together? You had to check yourself. You know what I'm saying? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Have you ever had that self-talk with yourself to check yourself hard? Because people could tell us what's best for us, what's good for us, what we should do, what we shouldn't do, where we should go, where we shouldn't go, what we should eat, what we shouldn't eat, what we should drink, what we shouldn't drink, who we should be, who we shouldn't be. But isn't that your right? Some of us have a chance to do over. You make bad choices because uh, you, you know, you, you said, I'm going to be my own man. I'm going to be my own woman. And you made choices sometimes defiant, defiantly you make choices. And then you realize like, oh, see, that didn't work out the way I thought. Some of us are blessed to have a do over. And then unfortunately, some are not. You always going to have people telling you what you need to look like. As long and before we had smartphones and social media, we saw commercials. When I was growing up, a beautiful woman was a tall, very thin woman with no fat. She had long hair, good hair, as they would say, right? High cheekbones, and she walked with her head high. Well, I was short. I didn't have that long, silky hair, right? My nose wasn't very thin. There was no contouring that I knew about. So it was just like sometimes as a kid growing up, I really thought to myself, you're not beautiful. They showed you what beautiful is on TV and you're not it. Until people started to tell me, you're so pretty. You're a beautiful young lady. And I would think to myself, they're lying to me. Because I didn't see it. And I think it wasn't until I turned 16, around 16, when I looked in the mirror one day and I said, I am who I am. And God made me who I am. Not in those words, because that wasn't my way of thinking. But I really accepted who I saw reflecting back and staring at me in the mirror through my own eyes. Nobody had to tell me how I looked. Nobody had to tell me what to say, what to wear. I started to gain my own thoughts. I started to learn who I was and a lot of times I wasn't happy I could be honest I wasn't happy because I was surrounded around beautiful people according to what I saw in on TV and I had a lot of friends that were beautiful a lot of family members that were beautiful and I would look at myself and say I'm not built like them I'm not tall like them I don't have hair like them my cheekbones ain't like them my skin tone is different mm, but I do like me but it wasn't until I was around 16 that I got comfortable in my own skin. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do what's best for you. Create who you are. Dare to be different. We're looking for that different. I love seeing things that look weird to people. Not because, oh, they look weird, so I like it. No, I like it. And I like things that are different from those that I run with, those that I circle with. 
That don't mean that what I like is not great. And it doesn't mean what they like isn't great. We have differences of opinions. Rightfully so. Another thing we want to point out is be well informed. Gather your information. Don't always take things for face value when somebody tells you something. I learned a lesson a very hard way. I'm an empath and, and I love people and I'm always concerned about people in the world, whether I know you or I don't. And so someone sent me something a couple of years ago about a young lady that was missing. Oh, I wanted to be a part of helping. I wanted to do my part. I'm sharing. I'm telling people, please share. I get an alert that it's fake. Now I got to backtrack. Tell those people that I reached out to, hey, take that down. I found out it was a legitimate and when you share, you don't know who shared outside of who sh you shared it with. People want to help. We're in the spirit of helping. So now fake news, fake information. So now I'm mindful. I see things and I want to share, but I dig into it a little bit deeper. I do. You have to. It's unfortunate that there are people that make a living and they find joy in sharing stuff, whether it's good, bad, or the other, and they don't really have strong, hard facts. It's surface. And sometimes, just like they tell you if you go to college, they might say this in high school, I'm not sure, but I know in college, when I was in college, one of my professors said, when you do your research, make sure you cite your resources, where you got your data from so people can go back and find it the other pieces do not get anything from wikipedia and then we had to learn why don't you trust wikipedia because that's like you and i going in and saying oh we read the red is like uh the color of blood but if i go into wikipedia we can we can alter that red is the color of the sea so now when the next person comes along who wouldn't know any better, who's not informed, they would say, well, according to my, my information that I got off of, of the Internet, red is the color of the sea. What? Where'd you get that from? Wikipedia. Duh. Not a good, reliable source. We have to take time to really do our research when we want to empower ourselves. I know it takes a little extra reading, a little extra searching. Right. But it's worth it. Another thing we want to do is be flexible, right? Have some alternative options. Don't go in with one way. Because if one way don't work out, you're going to feel defeated. Ask around. If you, don't, if you can only formulate one or two thoughts on something, ask for some opinions. Ask for opinions. There's nothing wrong with opinions, which gives you options. And then you determine what's good, what's not good, what's a pro, what's a con. What is going to be beneficial to you and what is something that will make you is set you back? Right. What's the other possibility? If I do this, what other possibilities could come from this besides what I'm hoping or I believe will come from this? This will help you lessen the blow of trauma, heartache, harm and all the other things that come along with it. Not to mention feeling like a failure. Right. And then we want to also identify biases, right? Because people are going to always give you their thoughts. Some people will talk to you so much, their thoughts, their wants, their desires, especially parents. I'm a parent. As parents, we have to be mindful and careful not to talk to our children or our child and tell them everything about, well, when I was this and that and that, but we're not them. 
This is my experience. I don't want you to have the experience I've had, but this is your life. That is a better way of putting things. I learned that the hard way. When you force something down somebody and it's like, that's who you want me to be. What about who I want to be? Nobody wants to see their child be a loser, a failure, right? Or their significant other or their friends or their siblings or or their anybody that's in their life. You don't want to see anybody fail. But you also want people to have the opportunity to live their life, to make their own failures, their own mistakes. Because guess what? We're so powerful when we say, don't do this, because when I did this, this is what happened. Didn't you make a mistake? Wasn't that a lesson learned, but a lesson learned by you? And of course, because of how we're wired and we're designed, we don't want people to have to take the hard road, of course. But once you lay it out there and they choose it, you did your part. Sir, ma'am, boy, girl, ladies and gentlemen, you did your part. Everybody has the option to choose for themselves. It's called free will. And people are not going to always make the right decisions according to us. But guess what? We didn't always make the right decision according to us. And there was probably somebody in our lives that tried to make a decision for us and thought they were making the right decision for us based off of the decisions they made. It's like a cycle. And we have to learn how to navigate that cycle. Don't become all buckling under pressure. Don't be overridden with guilt and fear that you don't have the courage to stand up for what you really believe and own who you are as a person. Out of all due respect, I hear what you're saying. But this is the road that I'm going to go down because although this could have happened for you or to them, it may not happen to me. And if it does... Here's the alternative that goes back to having another alternative, another possibility, what I'll do. Because there's a lot of benefits to thinking for yourself. It teaches you to be confident and trust in your ability. If you are with a group of people and they're always making decisions, we should go down this road. We should do this. And you never make a decision. You just follow the buffalo herd. You just do what everybody else is doing. What happens when you by yourself? What happens when you're taking a test and you got to choose whether it's multiple choices or you got to write down your hypothesis? You're going to be stuck. You're going to feel lost. You're going to feel defeated. You're not going to be able to trust your own ability because you're so used to trusting other people's thought processes. But I tell you, when you start to think for yourself, you give yourself a sense of accomplishment. We're going to make failure, bad, poor decisions throughout life guaranteed no one is going to go without fault but it's all about what do you do when you make a bad decision how do you bounce back from that learning to deal with that as parents we got to be careful not to try to navigate and make decisions for our child or children at every step they take because guess what if you die before your child or children and you're making all those decisions for them you leave them helpless in this world when you leave it and you're doing them a disservice A baby bird is in a nest with their mommy and dad, right? When they can't fly and they can't fend for themselves and they don't know how to be protected and they don't know what to look for, but they learn by watching mom and dad. But once that baby bird learns how to use their wings, they have to go out and make their own nest and make their own home and make their own family. We gain respect by others when we stand up for what we believe in being original authentic not being a follower being a leader 
And sometimes we do get caught up with being a, a leader, but also following because we don't, we're not sure we don't have that strong confidence. That's why we got to learn to take flight a little bit more often to see what life has to offer. And then you need to be smart enough to learn. Just like if you touch something that's hot and it burns you, you know, that's painful. Whether you have a high level of tolerance for pain or a low level, you know that that hurt. Do you continuously want to just keep testing it and doing it just because of your pain level tolerance? No, you're going to say the last time I did that, it didn't work out too well. This is what happened. So this time I'm going to do this. Right. And it teaches us to improve our way of thinking, improve the things we're working on, setting goals for ourselves for self-improvement. And it also piques your curiosity and it also increases your mind flow. I know you might be like, what? Yes, yes, it does. It does. It does. It does. And when we tend to just step out on faith and do it, I believe that it helps us grow as individuals. And then we have to learn to think high of ourselves. When you think that you no, let me take that back. Retract that. When you know that you are a creative person, when you know that you are passionate about something, when you know that you're interested in something, when you know that you are valuable to a team or you're valuable in a relationship, when you know that you are not like others because you are unique, that you were divinely, genuinely made by God creatively, you got some power with that. It helps you get from one moment to the next, from one day to the next. Every day ain't going to be a great day. No, it's not. But every day ain't going to be a bad day. Some days we're going to be mad. Some days we're going to be sad. Some days we're going to be jumping for joy. Some days we're going to sit down with the, I don't know what I'm doing. But guess what? Life is like that. We don't know what we're going to get half the time from day to day. We don't. But we can plan, hope, and pray. That's all you got. Men will say, all I got is my balls and my word, right? I don't know. That's a cliche saying. I wouldn't really know about that because I am not a man. I do have my word, but I have no balls, okay? Okay. (laughs) And you might say, why is it so important to really think high yourself, TT? Because it teaches to be humble. Humility. I like to say this a lot. Humility will open up doors that lack of humility will keep closed to you. It teaches us to build our self-esteem. And never think people are not watching you. They're going to watch you rise and they're going to watch you fall. They're going to watch you win and they're going to watch you lose. But I think data teaches us, social media shows us people are quicker to share the negative about you. The not so good, the not so, not so, so mighty, the losing season about you and others before they'll show and share the glory, the highs, the, the excitement. It's like, oh, if I'm in your life and you're winning, I need to be like, yay, way to go. Let's do it. Not just a, well, I don't want to blow their head up. So I'm just going to be like, all right, you know, what you, you no, really celebrate people. Meet them where they are. Everybody don't think the same. My pastor said this, and this is real, real, real. Everybody's capacity is different. No two people have the same mental, emotional, spiritual capacity. We could be similar. We could be in the same realm, but we're not the same. There's nothing wrong with thinking for yourself as a man, as a woman, as a young lady, as a young man. 
as a boy as a girl. It's important. It's very important. There's so many sayings out here. Okay. This one was from a message of love. Okay. On social media. And they said, think highly of yourself. To think highly of yourself is to think of yourself from the perspective of your highest self. Consistently see all things from that higher perspective. When you think highly of yourself, you'll naturally respect and appreciate yourself. You'll also recognize your own worthiness, your own power and purpose. And in addition to that, you'll consistently expect and accept the best from yourself. When you don't think highly of yourself, you will be subtle to holding yourself back at the root level. Thinking little of yourself is a symptom of seeing things from the level of pain or ego. Right? You know that old saying, hurt people hurt people? Well, can happy people make others happy? That's rhetorical. Think outside the box. And let me give you a scripture to go with this. Okay? Just because you think more highly of yourself than you ought to doesn't mean that I have to. Healthy self-esteem is good, but narcissism is a stench in the nostrils of God. You can find that in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7. Some of us are so right. Like you're so right that you know good. You think you know everything and you really don't know nothing. Or you might have learned some things along your journey, but that don't mean you know everything. And that don't mean that just because you're older and wiser that you can't get more knowledge and more wisdom. As long as you're alive and you're living and breathing, you can learn something every single day. Somebody told me this. This is two things. One, you can learn something even from a fool. That's one. Two, the clock that doesn't work tells the truth about the time twice a day. It's going to be 12 midnight at one point. It's going to be 12 in the afternoon at another point. Right? It's going to strike 12 at least two times in a day. Midnight, p.m. Right? 1 a.m., 1 p.m. Twice a day, it will become 1 o'clock. We know for a fact that broke clock is going to tell the truth two times a day, coming and going. I say all that to say... Hold on to who you are as a human being. Hold on to your thoughts. Think for yourself. It's okay to be encouraged and motivated by others. Yes. And it's okay to encourage and motivate others. That's one of the reasons why I have my podcast. My goal is to encourage and motivate people to be their best selves, right? The best version of themselves to get the wisdom and the knowledge. I don't come on here woeing and mean and oh, it's all about me or let me share this because this is what I did or I did or I did. This is what we're doing. Aren't we in this thing called life together? Whether we get along or we don't get along. Whether we see eye to eye or we don't see eye to eye. We're both striving every single day to have a better day tomorrow than we did today. It could be a great day today, but why can't tomorrow be even greater? Just like today could be a great day, tomorrow could be a horrible day. But guess what? As we live this thing called life, we realize that trouble don't last always and joy comes in the morning. Now, does that morning mean tomorrow, the next day? Not necessarily. But when we start to think better about ourselves, 
highly about ourselves, encourage ourselves, speaking life into ourselves, reading and educating ourselves, learning what makes us happy, not what makes your mother happy, not what makes your father happy, not what makes your sister happy, not what makes your brother happy, not what makes your boss happy, not what makes your co-workers or your classmates or your neighbor or the man at the corner gas station or the liquor store, the party store, the grocery market, the restaurant, you get what I'm saying? What makes you happy? When you look in the mirror, are you smiling and saying, I'm proud of you? I know we've been through a lot, girl. I know we've been through a lot, man, but I'm proud of you. It took me a long time to get there. I'm 46. It took me a long time to get there. And I got some days where I feel like, oh, I just went through a season of beating myself up because I wasn't making the best decisions financially. Looking like, oh my God, how did I get in this situation? Well, let's revisit. Let's go back on how. Oh, so now I'm in the season of, okay, we got to do things different, girlfriend. So we're going to do this, this way, that, that way. So we can have a different outcome. Because if I continuously do the same thing the same way, I'm going to be mad the next time and the next time and the next time. When do we finally say enough is enough? When we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that don't mean that somebody told you. It don't work like that. I don't care how somebody throw something down your throat, try to knock it into your head verbally, spiritually, whatever, until you are tired, until you want change, until you get sick of doing the same thing the same way, you ain't going to change a thing. So on that note, think for yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, know that you are who you are, know that you are resilient, that you are amazing, that you are awesome. Know that you are loved by those that know you and those waiting to meet you. Know that you are going to make your mark in this world however it looks. People are going to talk about you no matter what you do in this life, whether it's good or not so good. It ain't always by the actions you make. It ain't always by the steps you take. It's about how they perceive your actions. But at the end of the day, thinking for yourself means that you are a powerful thinker and you are who you are on purpose. So, it's been my pleasure dropping these few nuggets to you on this Wind Down Wednesday. I hope that you will join me each and every Wednesday here at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And if you be so blessing to me, if you will be a blessing, tap in for Tap In Tuesdays at 8 p.m. by going to your Facebook page by logging through StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook, going inside. So, you can share your questions and comments and you could also uh definitely will always appreciate if you would follow me on my social media handles but more so if you would like and share my youtube page tt from the d podcast and start viewing me over there that would mean a whole lot i'm trying to build my platform my social media presence as a podcaster and i enjoy going live or pre-recording every single time on that note have a wonderful wonderful evening and i'll see you soon